Hello and welcome to Sleep Cove, the podcast and YouTube channel to get a great night's sleep. Hi, I'm Christopher Fitton and I'll be the voice of Sleep Cove tonight. I'm a clinical hypnotherapist and I've been running this podcast for over a year, all in the aim to help you relax and get you a great night's sleep. This episode is a sleep meditation where we go swimming, then diving, and find some things which are very, very interesting, which will take us on an adventure. It's like a visualisation, where the imagery and the journey will relax you. So please find a place now where you can safely relax and go to sleep, and start off relaxing your body, and taking deep breaths in and out, getting comfortable in the bed and doing some light stretching, if you think that will help you settle down. This bed tonight is going to be a wondrous place of adventure, but adventure that you'll see in your mind's eye and relax and Slowly drift off if you wish to. I'm really looking forward to telling the story tonight. So take some deep breaths in and out. In and out and have a little wriggle and have a little stretch. And just relax all those muscles and any stresses, just let them drift away. As we go into the visualization now. And let's begin. And in your mind's eye, you see yourself swimming in a deep blue ocean. The water is so clear and you can see nearly to the bottom, nearly to the sea bottom. The water isn't overly deep and you can see the sand drifting away through the water. The waves are so gentle and the sea is so still. You drift on your back for a little bit, looking up at the sky and seeing the deep tropical blue of the area. There's a few White fluffy clouds dotted around. It's a serene place. The sun is warm and bright. And very occasionally a haze goes across the sun or a white fluffy cloud dots across it. Giving a little bit of relief from the sun, 
that you're not too hot, you're really comfortable. As the water is that nice, warm, tropical temperature. It's like a lukewarm bath water. And it's very nice on the skin. In the distance, you see your boat bobbing around. You put the anchor out, so it's secure in its place and you can go back there shortly. It's a small, white sailboat with a wooden wheel on the end and a couple of sails, a small outboard motor, and you use it to dart round the islands of this place and you go diving and you go swimming and you go exploring the boat is named after someone who you admire very much and means great importance to you you notice that you're wearing flippers and you also have a swimming mask with a snorkel as well. You decide to put the mask on which was resting on your forehead on properly. And you dip and dive under the water. Gently seeing the fish swimming around. In a little distance away is an island, a small deserted island with the beach running round it and with palm trees and vegetation and an undergrowth in the centre. It's quite off to the distance can see in the distance towards the island that there is a coral reef and you decide to go and explore and gently swim and paddle with your flippers over in that direction. It's very easy to swim because the waves are so calm and that warm water laps over your body. It feels so amazing and so calm to be swimming here. There's no outside distractions. No outside noises apart from nature, the waves, the ship bobbing and a few seagulls gently chirping to themselves as they fish and fly out from the island. This place is like a sanctuary. You can meditate and just listen to your own mind in this place. Just for you with without any of the distractions that you might have in your life already. 
This place is just for you. And as you swim to the coral reef, you feel so relaxed. You take your head out of the water when you went to see where you're going and then you put your head under the water with your mask and snorkel and you can easily breathe underwater as you see the golden sands and the light shimmering through the water creating beautiful streams of penetrating light through the blue and turquoise of the ocean and you see the light sparkle and hit the dunes of sand at the bottom of the ocean and you hold your breath and you dive down and you touch the soft sand on the ocean floor and it's so smooth with the odd shell fragment here or there and you easily dive back up to the surface and go on your way to the coral reef and you arrive and you see the beautiful corals of so many different colours browns, of oranges, of purples and blues, with sea vegetation and enemies and brightly coloured fish swimming around the corals as this is their home. The sun goes through the water hitting the coral reefs, giving that ocean shimmering effect, and the colours dance and sparkle, and the blues from the ocean make the corals look so wonderful. You see so many different types of fish, from the orange and white clownfish to the larger sunfishes. Fish of every type, every size and every colour. The coral reefs are like the Garden of Eden to the sea. So life-giving, so fertile to the animals and plants and corals that live there. It's a place where nature works in perfect harmony with each other. And you just gently bob on the water now. You're not swimming, you're not moving, your head is just down in the water looking at the coral reefs and you're easily breathing through your snorkel 
as you take in the jungle of the sea with all its beauty and wonder in front of you. And now and then you take a little dive down, hold your breath and look at the fish and the coral up front. you go back to the surface of the water. The boat is very close to you. And you decide to gently swim back to the boat. You can hear the waves gently lapping up against its bow. And you climb up the small silver ladder on its side and the water drips from you onto the floor onto the wooden floor and there you see what you were looking for your diving equipment because you want to have a closer look and you put on your scuba tank and your mask and your breathing apparatus and you put your flippers on again and you tend to the sail to make sure that everything's just right and then you sit on the rail of the boat with all your scuba equipment on And the boat gently bobs up and down and goes back and forth. And you lean back and you launch yourself into the water. Off the boat from the rail. And begin to swim underwater to the coral reef. And you're there now looking all at the different structures. The beautiful big sponges and the beautiful tower-like structures that have been building and built by the corals for dozens and dozens of years because these corals can be very ancient and hundreds of years old the corals are truly a marvel they're made up of hundreds and thousands of tiny organisms that symbiotically come together to live as a coral and some look like little trees or little ferns underwater and the fish go round packing for their food and looking for their next meal to eat it's so peaceful down here it's so serene 
it's so quiet. You realise you're an explorer. No human has ever been or come here before. The oceans are just too vast for divers to have seen this coral reef where you are. And the peace envelops you and all your stresses go as you are weightless in the water with just the water supporting you from all angles. It's just so easy to bob around and explore and see the nooks and crannies to see the bright orange starfish and the bright blue starfish and the shimmering fish and the shimmering corals. Some of the corals sway in the water with the currents like trees sway with their branches and leaves move when the wind goes through them and it's very peaceful to see this seeing this wonder of nature in front of you makes you realise that nature needs to be cherished and protected and as human beings we have an obligation to look after the natural world as you are thinking you see some bright yellow fish dart in front of you they're lined with electric blue colours on their very edges and have dashes of electric blue near their gills and side fins. And you look closely down at the corals and you see some camouflaged seahorses using their curled up tails to stay put from the currents at the moment. And then you see some black and white fish in a school move along and dart between different corals. Because this is their home. The fish and the corals are in a complex ecosystem together. This is their home to protect them from predators. And it's where they feed and mate as well. It's truly a magical place. On the edge of your eye line, you see a wooden structure on the edge of the reef. And you swim over there, gently paddling with your flippers on. And the structure comes into full view. 
It's a ruined wooden ship, looking like an old wooden galleon. It's obviously been here for many years and covered with barnacles and other aquatic wildlife, with little fish darting in and through the cannon holes which are on the side of the ship. And there's a few cannon there, covered with barnacles, still poking out the holes. You can see it's got two large masts, and one small mast, at the front of the ship. You've truly made an amazing discovery. And you swim over, and you take in the wooden galleon in front of you. You swim just above the deck, and you can see that it's in very good condition. You can see where the rigging from the sails was attached to the deck and the sides of the boat with big metal hooks. You swim to the back of the boat and at the back there's some doors at the bottom leading to the captain's quarters and to the side of the doors on each side is a small staircase which goes up to a landing where the ship's wheel is. You swim up and let your feet gently touch the deck as you stand in front of the ship's wheel. It's like the wheel you see in the movies. A giant wooden wheel with pommels all around the side. You grab a pommel and you can slowly move the wheel still left and right. And you imagine what it must have been like to sail this boat as you stand where dozens of men stood before, guiding and sailing the boat through the ocean. You feel connected to the wreck of this ship and the history of what it did. And you want to discover more. And you swim down on the deck. And you see again those doors. To the back of the ship. To the captain's quarters. And you open them up. And you swim through. And the first thing you can see. Are the walls. On the back of the quarters. Where the windows. Once were where the captain could look out from behind the ship and you look around and there's robes different bottles floating around tools another bit 
of shipping paraphernalia. And just in front of the window, there's a large desk. It's attached to the floor still, bolted down, as was the practice in those times, so the tables did not swing back and forth as the ship sailed. And behind the table is a grand chair where the captain would sit, again bolted down. And he decide to swim and sit on the chair and look at the table in front of you and imagine the time where the captain would plot the routes with his crew and lay down the maps and the correspondence and decide where they would sail to next and what adventures they would have. As you put your hands on the desk and feel the wood, you notice in the corner of your eye a big wooden chest in the corner of the room. And you decide to investigate. And you go across. And you try and lift up the top of the chest and you realise that the catches are still in place. So you move the catches round, one on each side. And then with all your strength you lift the top of the chest up. And as you lift it up, bubbles of air come and pop out of the chest as it was sealed very tight. And a bottle bubbles up and floats up in the water right in front of you. It's a dark green bottle. Sealed at the top with a cork covered in wax. And inside you can see a scroll of paper. It's quite dark down there. And you try and hold it up to the window where some light is still coming through on the ocean floor. And you can definitely see that it looks quite undamaged and intact. It's really interesting what you found. You decide to leave the captain's quarters, leave the shipwreck and discover what is inside the bottle as you swim up. to the top of the water and come up for air and your head goes above the water and you see where your boat is 
You take the breathing apparatus out of your mouth and swim over to the boat and you go up the silver ladder again. Then you take off the heavy tank on your back and the breathing apparatus and you sit down and you look at the bottle in your hand. It really is dark green Maybe an old claret bottle where the ship's captain would have drank but decided to seal away this bottle out of sight and hide the scroll in the bottle out of the way. You get a small knife and you scratch off the wax off the top. It's a deep red colour it reveals the cork and it's very dry about an inch of the top of the cork is protruding out and you grasp that and you twist it and pull with all your strength and the cork slides out and you put your finger into the mouth of the bottle and you pull the scroll out. It's tightly rolled with a band of string in a bow around it. And you open the bow and the scroll unravels itself. And you can see there is a map for some buried treasure with illustrations and drawings of an island. And you can see at the top of the map are symbols of piracy. And you realise that this ship below you was a pirate ship that was off on its way to recover the treasure it had buried from a previous raid. You wonder where this island is and you look at the shape of the map, the shape of the island and you realise that it is the small deserted island straight in front of you and you wonder if the treasure is still buried on this island and you think what an amazing adventure this is and what you have discovered. So you put up a sail on the boat and you slowly sail with the cool wind in your face and a sense of adventure in your heart. And then you get near the island and then drop your small anchor and then wade in the water the soft sandy beach in front of you. The water is really clear now and you can see the golden sands mixing in with your bare feet as you walk through. As you walk through the water, the water laps to your ankles 
as you walk up to the beach and you stop for a second and you enjoy that warm wind blowing off the sea and you enjoy the cool water lapping up on your ankles as you walk from the sea onto the dry beach and the waves come in up the beach and lap against your feet as you walk on now to the dry sand you can hear a few birds in the distance and you look to the boat and you see it gently bobbing up and down to and fro and this scene is so peaceful so tranquil maybe no other person has been here since the people of that wrecked ship buried their treasure it definitely seems like a private sanctuary, a beautiful place, and no one else is around. It's very peaceful and wonderful. You've taken a small spade with you and a machete to hack through any undergrowth. And you walk up onto the shore with the beaming sun going down on your face. And you look at the map. And you can see it's marked with paths and places where you should be going. And you see in the distance a landmark on the map, an outcrop of six huge boulders that were eroded some time thousands of years ago and they're still standing now you walk over there and you realise this is the start of the treasure trail and you walk into the undergrowth as the island is surrounded by sands in a circle around itself but as you walk into the island, it goes more into jungle and tropical undergrowth. And you follow the directions from the boulders. And you follow the landmarks. And you see a path to your right hand side, which is marked on the map. It's now very faint on the island. But once you could tell it was a major path. Maybe made by animals which lived here. Which the pirates once took when they arrived here. To bury their treasure. They would have had 
buried their treasure, come back on the ship, and then hit the reef which sunk the boat. So no one knows the treasure was even buried here. And you're the first person going on this path. And you can hear birds in the trees. And you see a parrot with its red feathers flying high. And then disappears under the palms and you keep walking you use your machete when the undergrowth goes in front of you slightly so you can carry walking on this path and then eventually you reach a clearing And there's just small grasses in this clearing and in the centre of it are three palm trees very close together and a rocky outcrop to the right of them. And you look at the map and you can see the X marks the spot just below the rocky outcrop. And you walk over and you take your spade and you start digging. Start digging away in this peaceful private place. And then after a few minutes, the spade makes a banging sound. As it hits something hard and firm. And you clear. The soil away with your hands. And you see. That it's the top of a wooden chest. And you dig around it. A little bit quicker now. Because you're quite excited to see what's inside. And it has the same locks as the chest on the ship which you found the bottle in and no one has seen this chest for hundreds of years it's deep brown from the aged wood and it has black metal braces and joints And you lift to open. But it doesn't move. So you get your spade. In between the lid. And you gently push down on it. And it makes a click. And opens up half an inch. And you lift the top of the chest up. And you see the beauty inside. An absolute wonder of treasures that means so much to you. And you take the sight of them in 
and you run your fingers over the treasures. You can't believe you found what you have found that was buried all those hundreds of years ago by the people who wanted to keep them safe. And you're going to take them back to your boat and back to your home. And you feel so happy, so amazing that you have found this discovery. And you feel so good, peaceful and calm that you have been on this adventure, this special adventure. And you're glad for it.